It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I am Pastor Jack King. I am your host and well, I'm excited, I always am, to be with you on a Sunday morning here on WTSM 97.9, your sports monster. We're on Sunday mornings from 6 to 7. We talk about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. This is show number 996. We're four shows away of the big 1,000, and we have a special show we're going to be doing. A little trip down memory lane over... All of these years, it just seems like the time has just gone by so fast. I can't hardly believe it, but it's been almost 18 years that we've been doing the Gospel on the Radio talk show. We do have our rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And that seems to have worked out real well over the years. If you'd like to contact me for any reason, 5671703, I extend an invitation. If you're involved in Christian ministry, call me. Let me get you on the show, and we'll talk about your passion. Today, we're going to talk about Christmas Connection, and I have Lisa Harvey back in the studio with me. She was here with me almost a year ago, and and I listened to a little bit of the show from last year, and this is your third year on the job. Is that right? It is my third year. How about that? Thank you for remembering. Come up just a little bit closer, if you would. There you go. We want to make sure we hear your voice. So, you got three years experience now what do you think i think it's a wonderful program and it is serving a lot of people in this community and the community is making it all happen wonderful and uh this 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 is a year-round thing in it i mean pretty much pretty much we start planning for the next one in january and then we take a couple of months break Uh and then about June or July, we start gearing up all over again. Well, so what are some of the things you'd have to do in January? We look back at what happened during the previous season and and kind of identify what we want to change for the future. Okay, so you say, well, we did this well, we could probably do this better, we learned from this, that happened, that never happened before, so we don't make that mistake again. (laughs) That's kind of like life, isn't it? Exactly. exactly. I'm assuming... And I know I should never assume, but but I'm assuming that you have a board that you work with. Yes. And and so that's part of that planning, isn't it? getting with them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I make a presentation to them in January, as a matter okay. of fact, and kind of go through what happened during the season. And, and we talk about, um, you know, how many people we serve and, and uh, wow. what we were able to accomplish. Now, this board, are they mostly volunteer doing what they do? Yes, and uh, and I was and again I'm assuming here that they they had much the same passion that you do. I certainly think so. Because <laughs> I mean they were there before you mm-hmm. more than likely. Absolutely. And uh, is there anybody there that was around when Wendy Blair first started all this? Um, I don't believe so, but but that's all subject to check. <laughs> sure. Well, we were talking about this before we went on the air because. Uh, Wendy Blair, and you can mm-hmm. tell us more about her can we, because she was the founder. Well, did you know her? I do not know See? Wendy. No. <laughs> this is amazing. It really is because I, I met her. I didn't know her well, but mm-hmm. I had a chance to meet her. I talked to her on the phone a few times back when all this was starting uh, because I've been a pastor in Tallahassee for a long time. And uh, she was a woman who had a vision to help people. And, and she wanted to do it around Christmas time. And uh, she started out and convinced others to become a part of what she's doing. And now her legacy lives on through people like you. I think that's incredible. It is. It and, is. It's magnificent when something carries on sure, over the years. Sure. And this is our 40, 41st year is that of right? Christmas Connection. Wow. Yes. Huh. Now, tell them, so that people may already know this, or maybe they remember from last year when you about the number of cases and, and Wendy's vision in the, in the very beginning? Um, I think 
uh, Wendy's vision was to serve the neediest families in Tallahassee at Christmas time with food and the essential items that they needed, Mm -hmm. toys for the children, of course, and the the theme of it was 25 neediest cases. Right, right. And it, they were advertised in the in the newspaper. And the outpouring from the community was so mm-hmm. substantial that they were able, I think, that year to serve like 100. Right, right. And it just has blossomed from there. I mean, we've... we've and that's what it was called initially. 25, 25 neediest, neediest cases. cases. Yeah, I remember yes. that. Yes. And so when, uh, you may not even know, when the Christmas Connection, somewhere along the line, put it together and, and yeah. gave it a little bit more uh, upbeat name as yeah. such. But the, the concept of the most neediest cases simply said that she wasn't identifying everybody, but she was identifying people that truly, truly needed a helping hand. Right. And it turned out it was more than 25. <laughs> A lot more than 25, yes. So now, what is it that you do exactly? Just kind of give us a rundown on that. So we work with 25 or 30 social service agencies in the community, Uh and they identify families that are in need. And they refer those families to us. They send us the information about those families, and we put all this information into a database, and... Uh, this year, we have 450 families that we're going to be serving. And then we um, put out a call for donations okay. from the community, much like Wendy did. Um, cases are advertised in the paper, and they're also um, on the news media. Okay. And people contribute donations of this year, we're actually looking for blankets, toiletries, food, and, of course, toys for the children. Okay. Um, people donate those items. In addition, we also have an adoption program where people can uh, go to our website, which is thechristmasconnection.org, okay. and they can click on the link to adopt a family, and they can specify how many children or how many family members they're interested in adopting and submit that information to us any other specific requirements i want babies or i want elderly or or whatever they want in their family and we'll find a case that meets their needs and send it to them and then they'll go and shop for that family oh wow and then they'll bring the packaged items to us and we can deliver it to the family or in some cases um, they can deliver directly to the family themselves. Wow. So, so that's so, the adoption process. So when, the, when they bring it, it's, it's designated to that family. It is designated to that family. And uh, so they go shop and do any limits as far as what they can do? I mean, Just what the heart is dictates. Is that right? Wow. Absolutely. Now, and you say this is new this year. No, the adoption no. process has been around for oh, years okay. and years and years. Yes. And how, does, yeah. how does that go? I mean, people respond to that real well? Absolutely. Um huh. We have typically sixty percent of our families are adopted. Is that right? So, wow. so I think that's I mean, incredible. We've only, I mean, we've only been open for a week, and we've already adopted out um, over one hundred and seventy wow. families. I love that. Yes, <laughs> that, yes. that does that touches my heart. That, yes, that, that we have that type of generosity in our community, and now. Uh, how do you monitor that? In other words, if you say, okay, these people step up and say, I want to do this, and then they start the process, you want to make sure it's, it goes through because you don't want to leave this fa- family stranded. So they, you get reports from them along the way? or We ask them, if they're going to deliver directly to the family, we ask them to give us a date, um, and they, they have communicated with the family of when their delivery is going to be made. Okay. Because you want to make sure it gets done. Absolutely, we be, don't want any family left. Yeah, that would be needs, a, 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 yeah left unmet. That, that would be not a, not a good thing at all yeah. to have happen. So, uh, so for those other forty percent of the of of the families that are not adopted, those are shopped at the warehouse where okay. all the donations have come in. So okay. we we are um, right now stockpiling toys and food and and toiletries and 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 uh, blankets and. Um, later in the, about mid-December, we'll start shopping the cases 
that are remaining. Is that right? And putting those packages together for the rest of the families. And then uh, we'll have people that will come in and deliver those cases for us. Now, what you're telling us is this is very volunteer-intensive. It is normally very volunteer-intensive. <laughs> I mean, in terms of the people that make the donations right. and the people that do the adoptions and they go out and do the shopping and everything. And then we have a lot of people that are at the site doing the shopping. That's a lot of internally. work. Internally, absolutely yeah. it is. Um, because of COVID, we've kind of um, had to had to slow the volunteers that coming to the site down a little bit um it's unfortunate because we love having the community come mm-hmm. in and see the right, site and right. see what happens and being able to you know teach them about what we do and how right. we do it um but because of covid we've kind of had to to limit the number of volunteers at the site at any one time so we can stay socially distanced and let, keep let everybody me, safe let me see if my memory is serving me right here from other years that you've been here, you, you don't necessarily keep a warehouse year round. So no. you, you're, you're, every year you're looking for, I think I remember this, <laughs> every year you're looking for a warehouse to go do this thing. Or a site of some kind, <laughs> and, absolutely. So and that, did, is, that is our biggest <laughs> stressor. So how did it go year? this year? Um, it, it was interesting. <laughs> oh, it was interesting. Now, if there's a story, we want to hear the story. <laughs> um. We um, were notified that we were not going to be able to go in the same site that we'd been at in the previous two years, um, probably in August. And so we immediately started searching for another site and we're coming up empty. I mean, there's a lot of lot of real estate around, Mm -hmm. but um, trying to get access to it is another matter. And so... um, we were able to um, find a realtor who um, were, would work with us, a commercial realtor, and he did a fabulous job for us Wonderful. and, and Wonderful. was ad- able to identify a site for us, okay. and, and it's really worked out very, very, very well. Because the tricky thing here is that, okay, somebody's got a big building, and I was assuming you need a pretty good amount of space. And uh, he wants to rent that thing, absolutely. But, but it's not rented right at the moment. But if he commits to you, then that says, "Well, I can't rent this until the first of the year." That's a big sacrifice. And that's so, a, what so you've got it exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly right. So we were kind of on pins and needles about whether we were going to get it or not. Right. And, um, he wanted to wait until you know a certain date to right. see if it had rented. Right. And, right. and um, so we were biting our nails. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you were, <laughs> but the but we, Lord He always provides. The Lord he? provides. Amen. Absolutely. Now the thing about it is that the one that you were in previous, you were in there for two years. So Correct. that means that that building was sitting there vacant the rest of the time. It had just not rented, or maybe they were just didn't want to rent it, or. Um, it was occupied by another tenant, uh-huh. and we shared the space. I see. Okay. And it, cause it must have been a pretty good size. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm, But you're all mm-hmm. set to go this year. We're, we're good we to go. We are set to go. <laughs> and uh, have you already started bringing things in? Absolutely. We? Absolutely. We, um, we opened on December 23rd. Okay. And no, wait a minute. You mean November 23rd? I'm sorry. November 23rd. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes. November 23rd. And, well, that was uh, just the day before yesterday. At the time we're recording here, we're recording, and then, of course, yeah, so wow, you're just, you're just getting started now. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we, we, we opened the doors yesterday, and um, donations are, are coming in, and, and uh, we've got everything set up. We've got all our tables set up, and we are, we are ready to, to get the party started. Well, you see, the thing about it is that there's a lot of organization going on behind the scenes, because for one thing, you've got to make sure that all these volunteers now know where the new location is. So that's that's a, a realm of communication. Now I know things nowadays because uh, we have electronic communication, these type of things makes things I would think a little easier. But still, that has to be gotten out there. Absolutely. Now, do you have a background of being an organizer in business? Did you do this type of thing? Um. I'm an organizer by nature. Uh-huh. That's just one of your gifts. <laughs> it's just my gift from the Lord. It's the it's the the major thing that I got was was organization uh-huh. skills. So I think that's why I'm 
I'm I'm I'm good for the job. Well, but that is a gift, and not everybody has it, and not everybody wants to have it. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a lot of people who who help in so many many ways. Who they say, I just want to be behind the scenes, and mm-hmm. and they're just happy. But then there's other people. Like you, and I'm, I'm one of those, too. I, I like being in charge. <laughs> and, uh, you know, matter of fact, when I found out that in heaven, it wasn't just sitting around the crystal sea, but you know, I heard about the gates. If you've got a gate, then that's got to be coming and going. And I think if there's coming and going, there's somebody needs to organize something, and I'm, I'm up for the job. <laughs> so it got me excited all about heaven all over again. But, but it, again, it is a gift and a calling. Absolutely. And so you love doing what you're doing here. Absolutely. Okay. Now, as we look at 450 cases this year, now how many did we have last year? About the same? About the same. About okay. two, about 470. Yeah. And of course, this year, you have to take the whole COVID thing into the equation mm-hmm. because it, it has affected, it affects everything. Uh, because if you've got people who are, uh, now quarantining because they don't want to be out, then that's less volunteers than that you may not have from the year in the past. And then you're also talking about you're being uh, social distancing there at the warehouse. So that affects, but still you're confident the job's going to get done. Isn't it? Absolutely. And one of the things that we started last year, you may or may not remember, but was the Amazon wish list. Mm-hmm. And if you go to our website, which is thechristmasconnection.org, um, there's a link on our homepage for Amazon wish list. And people that prefer to stay at home right. and not go out and go shopping can now click on the wish list and go shopping from the comfort of their home. Wow. And then have the items shipped directly to us. Man, that's, that's like it a It doesn't get any easier list. than that. It doesn't <laughs> really? get any you easier for that. We to. love to see those Amazon yeah. packages coming in. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to lift anything. Now, once you get it, then you've got to, to get it distributed. But that's, a, that's taking a lot of work away. And so I'm assuming that has gone well from last it year. It has gone excellent. Huh. Yes, and I think... Last year was our practice run on right. it, and it just it went went so well. And then so this year, when COVID comes, it was just it was meant to be for us to be able to you know right. play with it last year and figure out what works best. You know, so, for so if you have already, I mean, we're just a few days from the time of this interview. You're just a few days into this, and you're yes. saying you've already got things coming in. So you have people who are they were anticipating. I mean, they were they were getting prepared to come alongside of you before you ever officially launched for the year. That's correct. And that's that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. People know Christmas Connection in uh-huh. this community. Sure. I mean, we're already at 160 adoptions because they've been sending them right? in for the past several yeah. weeks because they know Christmas Connection's coming. Wow. And yeah. they know everybody wants to go out and shop after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So they know... You know, they're going to shop for Christmas Connection during that time. Wow. Now, were you at one time a volunteer? I was. You just showed up one day and started helping out. How long ago was that? I have volunteered several times over the past, oh, you know, 20, 30 years. Um, okay. But most recently, you know, started volunteering regularly. I don't know. Uh, actually, when I retired um, three years ago, four years ago. Yeah. Now, so you have actually been hands-on going to the home and delivering these, uh, uh, can I say packages? Is mm-hmm. that a good one? Mm-hmm. Gifts, yeah. Okay, the first time you did that, tell us about that. I mean, what, did that really just do something for you? It's um, interesting to get out in the community and, mm-hmm. and see the need. Right. And it just makes you want to do more. Uh-huh. But I mean, you pulled up in front of somebody's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, when do we do this? And about two weeks out, or near near Christmas, or near Christmas, near Christmas. Yeah. Were they expecting you? Typically, you call and arrange. Okay. And I just the wonder, delivery that family that you delivered these things to. What would have happened in their life and their world if if Christmas connection wasn't there? Uh, Christmas would be another day. Huh, and uh, children wouldn't have anything for Christmas and all that sort of thing, right? Because I know that there are other ministries in town who are doing things very similar to what you are doing. I know Salvation Army does a great job. 
Uh, I'm sure Echo is involved in some of these things, good news outreach. I mean, all of these ministries are doing it, but it's everybody working together. That's the that's the beauty of it. It's the fact that that the the heart of compassion says, I don't want somebody to not to be able to enjoy Christmas. And I think that was Wendy's heart at mm-hmm. that time. So you, you pull up to this house, and uh, like I say, you've called them. They're expecting you. And you deliver the packages. Do you stay around for a while? Do you do you get a chance to talk to the people? How does all that go? Um, in some cases, they do. Volunteers will, you know, establish a rapport uh-huh. with with um, the family that they're delivering to. Right. Um, in some cases, it's it's you know a drop off. It's particularly this year. We're we're really well, advising volunteers right, right. not to go into the homes. Right. Right. I just remember. Um, I went to Mexico once and was involved in a team where we built a house for some people. And I just remember how that just, the, the, when, the, when we moved them into that house and the tears of joy and the thankfulness, I'm, I'm, I'm connecting this. What, what I'm watching, what you all are doing and that family that we were able to bless there in Mexico. Because a lot of times you have situations to where you have a family Somebody may be sick. There may be a parent that's it's it's in a wheelchair, not able to work. I mean, there's all kinds of circumstances and reasons why people are not able to be able to do things for themselves. And then here you all come along and you, and you just you just be a blessing to them. Just it's a wonderful thing. You have a lot of times situations to where you have in, in this day and age where grandparents are raising their grandchildren. Yes, we do. And, and, that, and that puts a strain. I mean, maybe uh, they were perhaps retired and the budget was already tight. And now they have children they're having to raise with all that that's involved in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, and and you think, well, their hearts are probably breaking. They think they love these grandchildren, but hey, there's just a certain amount of money that we have to buy food, pay rent, all these sort of things. And then these people in our community who have these beautiful hearts of compassion that you're able to take and coordinate and do this thing for our community. I just commend y'all for what you do. and uh, What a blessing. So uh, let's go ahead and give them all the information. How to get into, how can they volunteer? How can they become an ad- adopted? Somebody may want to get involved. So if you want to donate, um, our list of items that we need is on our website at thechristmasconnection.org. Okay. Right. Right. Um, and donations can be made at our at our site, which is at 2811 Northeast Capital Circle. 2811 Northeast Capital Circle. I'm trying to place that. That's over near the fairgrounds, right? No, we're um, northeast, so okay. we're... we're um, Airport. No, we're no. between Mays Monroe and the Chick-fil-A on Capitol Circle, kind of oh. across from... Well, I'm way off. <laughs> well, northeast. Closer yeah. to Thomasville yeah, Road. No, no, yes. no, northeast. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. My directions, you don't ever want to follow directions from me anyway. <laughs> we're in between Centerville and, well, that's a, that's and Thomasville location. Road. It's that, a, it's a yeah, great location. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's easy for people to find it <laughs> if you're not directionally challenged like I am. <laughs> Okay, and and people are already responding. There, are people are bringing things to you, and, and uh, now, so you're near Esposito's in there, um, or um, north of Esposito's. North of Esposito's. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, is there plenty of room for people to come in and, and uh, park and all that yes. type of thing? Park so. right at the door. We've got curbside drop off, okay. so you park right at the door and. And a happy volunteer will come out and, and take your donations out of your car for you and okay. bring you a receipt. And, and do they need to let you know they're coming? Or oh, they no. Just show, just show, just show up. up. Just show up. Just show up. We're, our hours are from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and on Sunday from 1 to 5. Okay. So give the address again. 2811 Capital Circle. Northeast. Okay, I want to make it easier for people to make sure they find you, so you're not, so you're past Esposito's if you're going toward the interstate, right? I mean, you're, you're going to cross over Herm- Hermitage there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm putting her on the spot here. So, <laughs> so we're, so, we're it, between Eastgate Drive, okay, 
and Centerville Road. Oh, okay. Back that way. Yes. Okay. Now, now yeah. we're, and if, if you're headed toward I 10, you're on the right hand side of the road. Correct. Okay. Because we want to make sure people can find you well yeah. enough. Because I tell you, right there, man, the traffic is it gets intense. Crazy. Right yes. There. And especially during the week when the uh, line from Chick fil A backs up. And then you're coming along, and all of a sudden you realize that if you don't want to get caught, that you got to get over you to the other lane, and, and you just have a mushroom. <laughs> right. right. So it's very important that they know right where you are so that they yes. don't get caught in all of yes. that. Okay. And uh, so one thing that you mentioned to me before we went on the air is we want people to understand that uh, if, if you have things in your home, that's not going to work for this year especially. Correct. So it's, it's things that you would go purchase. They would still like if you're – you're asking for blankets. Right. So we're not asking you to take your blanket off your bed. We're, we're, we're looking for new items this year okay. because of COVID. We want to have everything in the box or in the package um, so that there's less contact. Right. Um, yeah. We're looking for blankets. We're looking for food. We're looking for toiletries, diapers, and, of course, toys for the children. Okay. Now, let's talk about the food. Mm-hmm. There's probably some things that you want and some things that you don't want. Anything non-perishable. Non-perishable. Yeah. Okay, so, we don't want the celery and we don't we don't want meat or milk or anything like that. Canned even, goods. Even all those things would be a blessing to somebody. That's, you don't have the place to store them, refrigerate and all that type of thing. Absolutely. Okay. So, canned goods. What else? Pasta. Okay. All right. And... Uh, Things that would jar, be on the shelf that would be in a jar or a box. Peanut butter, tomato sauce, pasta sauces. Okay. And what about sweets? Are we good for that? Or? Um, sweets would be good. Sweets long, would long be good. As long as it's properly packaged. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Now, uh, like a, a box of donuts would be... Would probably not that wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't work because it, it would be able to be preserved long enough to be able to do what you want to do. Right, but, uh, right. But something that uh, would be a blessing to somebody. Well, candy, if it's, uh, I mean, even chocolate candy. I mean, would it would it melt? <laughs> uh, it would be fine. Okay, All right. Because you know, I'm thinking the kids here. Yeah. I mean, they're. I mean, as much as people like pasta and all that sort of thing, when kids are thinking about Christmas, we're not talking about pasta. We're not talking about something that's something sweet. <laughs> And uh, maybe some of those little peppermints, like the, uh, candy canes, sure. and that type of thing. Yes. Now, you also mentioned to me that you're asking not clothes this year. That's correct. We're not collecting clothes this year. And not even new clothes. Not even new clothes. Okay. okay. Yep. But that's, yep. that's, that's a change, is it not? It is a change. It's okay. a big change for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But we had had to make some decisions early on in, in the year, back in, in June and July. And right. We had a, a major discussion about whether we would even have Christmas Connection this year. Is that right? Yes, we did. And, and that's, that conversation took about two seconds. <laughs> um, but good, but it was, was an idea that was floated. I mean, do we or do we not right. do this? You know, right. um, And um, we felt like everything was going to be okay by the time right. Christmas rolls around. Well, the- and here we are. And we made some um, decisions that were hard to make. Um, but in the event that something like what is happening happened, um, that we could make sure that we kept the families primarily, most of all, safe, but also our volunteers. Sure, sure. And, and we needed it. to make sure that um, we had enough uh, volunteers to do the job, but yet we're, we, we knew that a lot of our volunteers are elderly mm-hmm. and that should the worst happen – that they um, wouldn't be coming to the site. Wow. And so um, just taking a lot of factors into consideration right, right. in terms of whether of or not we could the, do this. The elderly are the one that's in the vulnerable uh, category right. as such. The thing about it is that from the time that we first began to experience this back in February, we've learned a lot mm-hmm. along uh, as far as do's and don'ts and that sort of thing. And of course, uh, we were told that that would probably be a flare up in, in, as winter came along. And so that's what we're experiencing across the land. Hopefully soon we'll have a vaccine and we can begin to eradicate this thing and make it go away like some of the other things of the past have gone. But it's still a reality and we have to deal with it. And, uh, and it sounds to me like you're taking lots of precautions. So how are we doing right now with first of the volunteers? I mean, you're just getting started. I mean, does it look good? 
It looks good. We're, um, you know, staying socially distanced, okay. and we've um, got cleaning stations throughout the the site, and um, the the vo- the donors that are coming to the site to drop off donations are staying in their car or staying outside. So it's it's. I think we're we're doing what we need to do. Now, do you uh, have some type of a, a way to be able to screen people who are going to be volunteers? I mean, how does that work? As far as somebody just showing up or whatever. Um, we actually this year did implement a a sign up. Okay. Um, and it's also on our website. Um, if you're interested, because we did want to. Um, look at how many people we didn't want to have too many volunteers at any one time we have typically um we'll do a youth day okay and we'll we'll also typically have groups come in and volunteer as a as a team or as a group and we're not doing that kind of thing this year okay because we we just don't think we have the capacity to handle large groups like we've done in the past okay so uh now do we have people there every day we do have some people that come okay. every day. And so you got somebody's coordinating a schedule here. Right. As I said, we have a um a sign up that's online on our website and people can go there and if slots are available, um register to work a certain slot. But you have to have people who uh have been there, done that mm-hmm. to help organize it. Because yeah. otherwise you'd have people show up they wouldn't have a clue what to do. Right. Right. So now, are those people all volunteer? Mm-hmm. We have a core group of about 40 members um, that um, I work with throughout the year, and, and um, they come back year after year after year. Now, and now, you know, several of them, as I mentioned, are elderly and, right. and um, are not coming this year in order to stay safe, and that's perfectly fine. And you, and you mentioned that, that a lot of the people who have been helping you year after year or get some age on them. Yes. And so it's time for some of the younger ones to step up. Right. And they may not have known. You see, the thing about it is that uh, well, the, old, the old expression, knowledge is power. <laughs> and so that may be somebody who's, uh, you know, you're in your 30s or whatever. It never could occur to you to go volunteer at Christmas Connection. You may not even have ever heard of it. Well, now you have. <laughs> so, Absolutely. And so uh, Lisa's saying, hey, we need your help. Come, come and help us out. So if they want to do that, they, they first go to the website. Mm-hmm. And there they can they can register their name. Right. And so at that point, um, I mean, what do you do? I mean, do, do you help? I mean, do you call somebody and check them out or just hope and pray that everybody's good? No, we put our faith in the Lord. Get us <laughs> the right go. people yeah. to the yeah. site when we need them. Right, right. So it is christmasconnection.org. It's the the Christmas Connection dot <laughs> org. Okay. Yes, the Christmas Connection dot org. So so far, we found out that you can volunteer in the warehouse that they need help there because they got a lot of organization to do. I mean, you got all this stuff; it's got to be moved around. Uh, and then then uh, you call them bags that you're giving to them. Um, they're actually boxes. Boxes. Yes, but all that's got to be done. Yes, packing. Now, are they all? Pretty much consistent as far as what's in every box. Oh, no. No, it's a no. Vri- wide variety of so, things. So um, what happens about the middle of December is we start shopping the cases that are going to okay. be filled within the warehouse, and we print out all the wish lists for each family. Oh, you have a wish list. And that huh? wish list identifies exactly what little Johnny wants for Christmas okay. and what Sarah wants for Christmas and wow. what, what baby Joe needs. And... We shop within the warehouse looking for those toys or those... How cool is that? <laughs> you know, the blanket for their twin bed or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So so a volunteer, <laughs> this makes it even more fun, they they get the list. Yes. And then do you have, you have shopping carts in there? Yes. How about that? So they just get to go shopping for the people that's on their list. Mm-hmm. Now, now, folks... That sounds like fun to me. <laughs> and so you can go out there and they'll give you the list and say, hey, go shopping. And you, and you don't have to pay for it at the end of it. And you don't have to go anywhere. You stay within yeah. the warehouse and shop well, there. I know there are some people who just love to shop. My wife is one of them. <laughs> the problem is when she goes shopping, she has to spend money so she can get her fix <laughs> for shopping and not even have to use the credit card. That's that's great. So. And you're making a family happy. There you go. And, and you get to be a part of that. Now, is it possible that one of the people who went shopping gets to go deliver it? 
Or is that just all just kind of random? Uh, it's 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 random. Yeah. So yeah. in other words, you 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 get your joy to go pick it up off the shelf, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then somebody mm-hmm. else is going to get the joy of delivering it to it. those homes. And uh, wow, this is a really incredible thing. And I'm just so thankful. I, I think back to, to Wendy and her vision to do this, because here it is. And, and if it, is it 41 years? 41 years. That this thing has continued going on. 450 families. When you say cases, we're talking about families. Families, yes. Families who are going to have a Christmas that they would not have had otherwise. Now, I tell you what, that touches my heart. It really does. And I would think that our community, well, obviously our community is generous because they've been doing this year after year and people are involved and they, they look forward to serving. And I just think it's incredible. And then we have people like Lisa who says, hey, Put it on my back here. I'll organize this thing and get it get it rolling. Pastor Jack, let me throw out a couple of other numbers for you. Okay. Those 450 families are made up of 1,765 people. 1,700 people. That's a lot of folks right That's there. That's a lot of folks. It really is. Let me tell you another number. Those 1,700, 1,100 of them are children. Wow. Wow, it's hard to even imagine that we have those kind of needs in our community. Absolutely, when you, I mean, you break those numbers out. Yeah, you know, yeah. four hundred and fifty families, but we're talking about yeah. seventeen hundred people, and eleven hundred of them are children. Wow, wow, that are in need that would not have Christmas if it wasn't and, and, for yeah. the volunteers in the community that comes together to support right. this this program. And you have the the transit community, people who are coming and going. They may just be here for a short period of time. And, and to think that they would experience that type of uh, love and generosity from the community of Tallahassee, Florida. That's, it really is a beautiful thing. Let me go ahead and tell the radio audience, in case you've just tuned in, this is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I, I've been doing this now for almost 18 years, and uh, just love it. Just love meeting people like Lisa. And this is, I think this is, your, this is your second year being on the show here. Yes, that's okay. correct. And uh, it's just a blessing. And to be able to talk about something like Christmas Connection that does so much for this community and blesses people. Let me just tell you, I am the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry, 720 Capital Circle Northeast. We're in the Crescent Park Plaza. Live visitors come and worship with us. We start at 11.05 on Sunday mornings. And you've got plenty of time this morning to get up and come on and have church with me. I love to see you bring the family and uh, frcm.us, that's our website. Also, uh, make sure you tune in on Saturday nights for the Saturday Night Gospel Sing with me, Pastor Jack King, for a full hour of great Southern Gospel music. You'll find that on 94.1. That's Wave 94, 7 o'clock. And also the daily broadcast, Monday through Friday on Wave 94. Uh, time we just teach the word at 11 o'clock. So we don't want to miss that as well. And also, you can find this show on podcast. 996 is the number you're going to be looking for. If you want to listen to it or have a friend, share it with a friend, you can do that on the podcast. And also, my good friends, Robin and Jim. Actually, it's just Robin now. <laughs> AAA uh, Heating and Air. He's been a friend of mine for a long time and has helped us do this show since we started way back in 2002. And uh, if you need a new unit, get the old one repaired. Call them, 893-9566, AAA Heating and Air. Ms. Lisa Harvey is my guest today here on the broadcast from Christmas Connection, a ministry that was started by a lady named Wendy Blair. She called it the 25 most neediest cases of people who who had needs that were not going to be met during the Christmas season. That was her heart and compassion 41 years later there, there are those who have picked up that vision and followed it through. And uh, Lisa's one of those. Thank God for that. Now, we look at this thing. Oh, something that I just noticed in your fly here that you handed me, and I don't think we've talked about this, and that's about just in-kind donations. That's just people who just want to put money. Uh, now, I'm assuming they can put the funds to, because you have operating expenses. I mean, I don't know exactly what all they are, but uh, there's got to be. So funds for that, and also they can just give money that you could go shopping with. Am I right about that? Yes. Okay. Yes. We we love monetary donations. Yeah. 
Um, and those can be made by sending a check to Post Office Box 20165, Tallahassee, Florida, 32316. Okay. Um, or you can drop off a check at our site. Okay, now you're, or you're, it can also be made, you can make a donation on our website. That's at what I was getting TheChristmasConnection.org. Yeah. Yeah. And that's through like a... Uh, However, they do it electronically. Right, you punch the button. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm see, I'm the traditional. If you me is a check, <laughs> I'm going to give you a check or cash. Well, this way people can right. make their own decision on how they want right, to do right. it. There, there's three easy ways. Well, I'm just going to tell you, the young people, if, if they, they if they can't do it electronically, they're probably not going to do it, and uh, that's kind of the age that we're in. But I'm not of that generation. See, I'm of the old generation. Matter of fact. I have a, a checkbook. It's a legal checkbook. I carry it with me everywhere I go. And my son looks at Daddy. He says, why do you have all of that? <laughs> because he's he's in the, the whole uh, electronic age. <laughs> sure. <laughs> he, says, he says, how do you keep up with all that? Because I have about six different bank accounts that I have to keep up with. I said, well, you just do it. You just do it. Because with me, I pull a check off there, then that means there's a stub there that needs to know what that goes for. And that's how I keep up with things. But but no, the young people today, they want it electronically. So to do that, the instructions are all on the website, right? You just Absolutely. It's just you just click the button and then specify Christmas connection and okay. put in the amount that you want to donate and hit the button. It's, ChristmasConnection.org. The Christmas the, uh, TheChristmasConnection.org. TheChristmasConnection.org now. And let me talk a little bit about what those donations go to. Wonderful. So um, they do cover our expenses in terms of if we need to go out and supplement, if we need to go out and go shopping and supplement children's toys or blankets or whatever, that covers that cost. But anything that we have left over, we use throughout the year to help families with emergency needs for housing Wow, that's and huge. utility payments. Now, if you're not open year round, how do how do they access that? So, so Christmas Connection is a ministry of Catholic Charities, and Catholic Charities okay. has an office here in Tallahassee. Okay, and um, people that need help need rent assistance or need help with utilities um, can call Catholic Charities. Okay, um, and make an appointment for. Um, to be screened okay. for rent so, so and utility the, assistance. So the people who would designate toward that, it would be help supplementing what they do. Mm-hmm. I, I'm familiar with Catholic charities and what mm-hmm. they do. And, and they bless a lot of people throughout the years. And, uh, and that is an ongoing note. You never know until you've been in that type of situation. And again, somebody lose a job. And here during this year, particularly because of the pandemic, there are a lot of people have just... They had, they had good jobs, everything was going well, and then all of a sudden, bam, they're out of work. I would say that 90% of the cases that we're dealing with, these of the 450 families that we're assisting, I'd say 90% of them have been affected yeah. severely right. by COVID. Loss of family members, loss of jobs, loss of income, um, just other hardships. Yeah, people who never would have thought they'd ever be in the situation they're in. And uh, if you're a business person and you own a restaurant or something like that, and they were shut down for a, however long, I mean, it was a pretty good amount of time. And in, in places like that, a lot of times your margin of profit is small to begin with. And then all of a sudden you're just, bam, you're just shut down. That's a startling revelation. Mm-hmm. And like I say, people find themselves in a situation that they never would have dreamed Absolutely. That, that they would be there. And uh, but yet, are, are the donations coming in pretty much like normal for you all? Yes, yes. Um, they're 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 coming in slowly right now, and we expect them to pick up. You know, once we get into the amazing? into the you know Christmas season, right? But it, but in these times, how amazing that is! Absolutely, that that, that the people this, are still giving. This community is remarkable, uh-huh. and I am so happy to be able, be able to be a part of it. Praise the Lord. And the thing about it is that uh, uh, our economy, because of the state government and things, has a little bit more, uh, well, it, it can take a blow a little bit better than, than some. But I mean, if you're in a like a, in the tourist industry and you're, and you're like a tourist town, 
I'm just thinking like Orlando. How is this affecting Orlando? I mean, was Disney shut down for a while? Still not up to full capacity. People who own hotels and uh, restaurants and these things and that type of economy, that's got to be tough. And Tallahassee, because we're, we have state government and uh, – and first, uh, usually, I don't, I don't know of any state agencies that were actually shut down. So now, they shuttered. I mean, you couldn't get to them, but they're still working in there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that helped us some. But still, there's, obviously, there's needs because you are meeting or, or you're discovering them. The, the need is strong. Wow. The need is really wow. large. And so in-kind donations, in other words, they would be undesignated. Undesignated. Yes. These are just contributions. You all, you use it where you feel like the need is, and you can. They can. Y'all can either put it toward buying the things that fills up the boxes that goes to people, or you can put it toward operating expense, as such. Because do you have some who are paid as far as your your staff? Um, just one person is paid. Is that right? Okay. Well, hey, you do a lot. So. <laughs> well, so, but and even the uh, the rental space, you're you're able to get donations of that. Um, and this year, the um, the building was donated. Wow. Um, we're making utility payments. Well, then you've got that expense too. Exactly. And of course, in a big building, that could get fairly expensive. There's always expenses. I don't care what mm-hmm. you do. You mm-hmm. can't get away from the fact mm-hmm. that there's there's needs for operating expenses. You know, we have to go out and buy boxes. We have to go out and buy markers and and tape and things like that to make this all happen. Right. Yeah. Okay. There's. Okay. Christmas connection. I mean, wait a minute. The <laughs> the Christmas connection. Dot org. You can go there to uh, sign up to volunteer. You can go there to make donations of, uh, of things for the, the the distribution. And then you can also give money toward the operating expenses and stuff. What else can they do on that website? Just find out about the ministry if you want to. Absolutely. And they can go, on, go there to adopt a family. Okay. They can go there to volunteer, as you said. They can go there to make monetary donations. They can go there to... Um, sign up. Here's another idea. Um, if you've got a club or a group of some kind and you want to do a collection drive, okay. you can register a collection drive and we'll help you set it up. We've got large boxes. You can do a, a collection drive of, of, of teenage gifts, of toys for children, of baby items, of food. Collection drives are our new thing this year um, that we're really encouraging neighbors to do families to do register your collection drive and then bring all your items to to the site and we'll pack them up and and give them to a family and then we also have the amazon deal. and we have the amazon thing also where they can just go and just shop to your heart's content and then pay for it and we've got a curated you know wish list that is designated specifically um Based on the needs that the families have mentioned that they need, whether it's a the game of Clue or a Monopoly game or a Barbie doll or an action figure, <laughs> about that, um, we've got that list sorted out, uh, and and you can uh, pick you know whatever items that you feel you're being called to. Okay, so now how many days before Christmas do we start taking them to the homes and to the the people? Um, anywhere between now. Oh really? And to um, December twenty fourth. Okay, so so those teams are already being put together. The people mm-hmm. who's going to actually go and, and deliver. Um, so so we'll we'll actually start delivering the cases that are at the site probably around December sixteenth. Okay. Start starting then. Okay. Through through the cases um, at the site will be finished delivered by the 21st wow we we actually closed down on the on the 21st that's our last day that's it that's it okay and i'm just wondering uh, if if this were, were me and i was one of them that was uh, in the process of having this gift given to me would i want to save it until christmas because <laughs> you don't you don't uh, tell them what to do with it i mean they, no. can, they can whenever they want to use it they can but I think I'd be a, a traditionalist. I think I'd just want to save it, if, if I could, just save it to Christmas. And of course, part of this are there are things for the children. Absolutely. A lot of times, um, some of the some of the 
uh, volunteers that are delivering will make arrangements to meet the parents somewhere else other than the oh, house yeah, and right. so that they could put it in their trunk and keep it right on right. the QT yeah, so that the kids like, don't know. That sounds like something my mother would have done. She was the master of deception when it came Christmas time. She, she'd tell me up to the Christmas Eve, no, Jack, you're not going to get that. <laughs> and they would always be and there. And wasn't it fun? Oh, it was. It was. But she was just, she was so good at that and just with a straight face. <laughs> and so what you're saying here is the parents can do the same thing. They can, they can hold on to it so that they, the children would have it on Christmas Day. And what a blessing that is to think that, that this community could be a part of putting a smile on a child's face on Christmas Day or Christmas morning, whenever they, they celebrate their Christmas. That's just an amazing, amazing thing. 41 years the Christmas connection here in the Tallahassee area. Uh, a woman by the name of Wendy Blair who had a vision and she, she dreamed this whole thing up and then she, she launched it and she was able to bring other people into her vision. I tell you what, that, that really works for me. Because as you hear this show, we're a show about dreams and visions and uh, stories of faith. And this is certainly a very successful story of faith. And so um, you got about uh, 30 seconds. Anything else you want to tell us? We just want to make Christmas merry and bright for others. That's that's our mission here is, is just to help everybody have a, Merry Christmas and and spread the Christmas spirit throughout the community. Amen. And I think it makes Christmas for a lot of people when they can give and be a part of, of something like this where you're you're being a blessing to others. But we always close this broadcast out with prayer. And Father God, I I thank you for Lisa and I thank you for her dedication to this and the skills that you have given her that she can use them in such a beautiful and positive way. Father, we do pray of our community. Father, we pray that there's uh, families out there and, and they haven't uh, yet found out. Maybe perhaps they could be a part of this or maybe that you would move upon the hearts of others to be involved in the giving. Lord God, we pray over our city. We pray for our churches, for our pastors. We pray for America. And Lord, we pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. These things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Lisa, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Being a part of the show. And until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.